0: in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Today is the feast day of a a recent saint, the great 19th century English Cardinal John Henry Newman. Newman was uh, beatified in 2010 and canonized in 2019. And usually the feast day of a saint is the date of his or her death, their birthday into eternal life. But for a few saints, their feast commemorates a special occasion in their lives. For example, St. Ambrose died in April, but his feast day is December 7th, the date of his ordination as Bishop of Milan. And Pope John XXIII died in June, but his feast day is October 11th, the date of the opening of the Second Vatican Council. Cardinal Duman died in August, but his feast day is today, October 9th, the date he was received into the Roman Catholic Church. Newman was born in London in 1801. His father was a banker and he was brought up as a Protestant in the Church of England. Newman went to Oxford University where he became a distinguished scholar and theologian. He was also ordained as an Anglican minister and became the pastor of St. Mary's, the University Church at Oxford. His love for history, tradition, and the Fathers of the Church made him a leader in the Anglo-Catholic movement in the Church of England. But when that movement failed to gain support and was even repressed by the English bishops, Newman resigned from the University and entered a period of study and reflection, which resulted in his conversion to the Roman Catholic Church in 1845. Newman's conversion is one of the great events in the history of our church. Another famous English convert, Monsignor Ronald Knox, has likened it in importance to the conversions of St. Paul, St. Augustine, and St. Francis. Like those great saints, Newman was a man of outstanding ability and personal influence. He was a brilliant writer who wrote classic works of theology, beautiful sermons and hymns, poetry and novels and letters, and the greatest autobiography in the English language. But he was not only an intellectual, but also a man of public activity. After he was ordained as a Roman Catholic priest, Pope Pius IX suggested to him that he join the congregation of the Oratory, that unique religious community which was founded by Saint Philip Neri in the 16th century. Newman brought the oratorians to England. He established religious houses in Birmingham and in London, as well as schools and parishes. He founded the Catholic University of Dublin, which inspired his classic work on education, the idea of a university. He also edited magazines, taught in the oratory school, and performed the many pastoral duties of a parish priest. And in 1879, in recognition of his many achievements, he was made a cardinal by Pope Leo XIII. Since his death in 1890, Newman has inspired generations of converts, particularly from the Anglican faith, to Catholicism, including such famous names as G.K. Chesterton, Ronald Knox, Evelyn Waugh, and Graham Greene. He is also considered one of the fathers of the Second Vatican Council, which was inspired by his ideas on religious liberty and freedom of conscience. Following Newman, Vatican II taught that God is calling all men and women to seek the truth in their lives. Elements of truth can be found in many religious traditions, but that truth fully subsists only in the One Holy Catholic and Apostolic Church. And finally, Newman was not only a great writer, thinker, preacher, and public figure, but he was first and foremost a man of prayer. And I would like to share with you a prayer he wrote, which is said every day after mass by Mother Teresa's sisters, the missionaries of charity. Dear Jesus, help us to spread your fragrance everywhere we go. Flood our souls with your spirit and life. Penetrate and possess our whole being so utterly that our lives may only be a radiance of yours. Shine through us and be so in us that every soul we come in contact with may feel your presence in our souls. Let them look up and see, no longer us, but only Jesus. Stay with us, and then we shall begin to shine as you shine, so as to be a light to others. The light, O Jesus, will be all from you. None of it will be ours. It will be you shining on others through us. Let us thus praise you in the way you love best, by shining on those around us. Let us preach you without preaching, not by words, but by our example, by the catching force, the sympathetic influence of what we do, the evident fullness of the love our hearts bear to you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit.